Welcome to January. I'm sure glad that 2021 is over. Are you? We're not really out of the woods yet, but we're making progress. And I think we'll see a lot happening as this year progresses. And by the way, while you're encouraged to make New Year's resolutions and start the new year off on a big, bold step forward, you might not be ready for that. So you might want to take some time this month to regroup, refresh, renew your energy, and make sure that you take care of the endings that need to happen before you focus on new beginnings. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. This is the January 2022 Energy Report. While it's the beginning of the calendar year, the solar year begins in March with the spring equinox. So if you're not really feeling the new year rush of newness, don't worry. We have a lot of energy to process from 2021 this month, as well as some old cycles that are ending and new ones beginning. Buckle up. It's a big month and a big start to the new year. We begin the new year with a six vibration, much more settled and calm than the awkward five vibration of 2021. But this is not an ordinary six as it comes from the two plus two plus two, which we only get once in a millennium. And it underscores one of the big themes of this year, which is energetic congruence and divine harmony. The number two is a pair, a couple things that go together, resonance, sameness, and balance. And with January as a one month, we have a seven number vibration for this month, which is the number of spirituality, introspection, and creating balance from within. With a seven vibration, we have the wisdom and power to weed out the distractions, sources of chaos, and things do not that do not contribute to our forward movement. And as the first month of the year, it's a good time to start thinking about who and what you want to accompany you in the new year and how you want your year to manifest. Some big energy movements in January include the lunar node changing sign on January 19th. Now, this is a big deal because it happens every two years and in 19-year cycles. With this one, we have to look back at April 2003, when the previous lunar node in Taurus cycle started, and in August 2012, when the lunar node went into Scorpio. In December 2012, we had the big 12-12-12 date, which everyone thought was going to be the end of the world, and which, it appeared, turned out to be nothing. But 
was it? I don't think so. It was the beginning and not the end of a huge transformation cycle, which we saw happening in 2021, nine years later. And now we have the midpoint of that cycle happening with the lunar nodes and the very important U.S. and global Pluto return in February. More on that in the 2022 predictions report and in the February energy report. January begins with an ongoing Venus retrograde, which started in December, and it's going to connect with Pluto three times during that retro, which lasts through March. We also have Mercury going retrograde from January 14th through February 3rd, which is also going to be touching Pluto, and Mars will be in Capricorn later this month to join up with the other personal planets, Mercury and Venus, to conjunct Pluto in February. Remember in my October and November 2021 energy reports, I talked about Mars and Mercury being like Batman and Robin and Venus like Wonder Woman as they all stood up to Pluto in late 2021. We get those same energies happening all together in January and February. This is a power to the people moment like David versus Goliath. And we all know who won that battle. Hint, if you don't know, it was David. Another big energy push this month comes from Jupiter in Pisces, where it feels most at home, as Jupiter is the traditional ruler of Pisces. Now, before Neptune was discovered in 1846, which was right before the previous Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, Jupiter was the traditional ruler of Pisces, so it feels the most at home in Pisces, and it's at its most powerful and beneficial in Pisces. Jupiter and Pisces cycles are very spiritually significant and empower us with awareness and new potentials. They also are a source of blessings, but remember, that's a very subjective term. A Jupiter blessing could be a life-changing event that had to happen so something else could become available to you. Don't think that blessings only mean good things because they can be situations and events that you realize are blessings after the dust has settled and the chaos has calmed down. There is a lot of spiritual support for us right now, and we can use all the help we can get. Yes, things are bad, and there is a lot of pressure on us, but we have the light on our side and the numbers too. We also have another iteration of the Saturn-Uranus square early in January, and that was the central theme of 2021. You remember we had Saturn and Pluto conjunction in 2020. We had the Saturn-Uranus square in 2021, and it's ongoing through this year. So that energy is not over yet. We still have Saturn confronting the oligarchy, the powers that be, as they're called, the secret societies, the secret governments, the corporatocracy, the medical tyranny. Saturn in Aquarius is challenging all of that. And remember, Saturn is the traditional ruler of Aquarius and Uranus rules Aquarius. It's modern day ruler. So we have a lot of power focused in that Saturn Uranus square. That's why there is so much chaos and so much corruption being revealed and so much tyranny right now because of this Saturn Uranus square. And don't get me wrong, the tyranny has been around for a long time. It's just been hidden now we are seeing the tyranny in action, and that's why it seems like there's so much of it. Uranus goes direct around the 15th of January, where it will move forward until late August. 
we have a few more Saturn Uranus squares happening this year. So that energy stays with us. And it's a good thing because it's one of the reasons we're aware of the tyranny that is happening in the world and why it's happening, as I said, in such an open way. So don't fear the Saturn Uranus square. It's a necessary global house cleaning that is going to be actually supported on a spiritual level by the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, which happens later this year. And it's part of the U.S. and the global Pluto return, which is also happening this year. 2021 was the year of energetic sovereignty, and we got a rude awakening when we realized that it was not going to be an easy ride and a done-for-you process. Instead, we saw that our energetic sovereignty was challenged at every step of the way, and the more we aligned with it individually and collectively, the more we were met with tyranny and abuses of power. Well, that's not going to change overnight. But as I have said, I do see that changing this year and I see a big change in that process happening in March of this year. So stay tuned for that. We also have the upper hand and the numbers. So stay the course and don't give up. The theme for January is discernment and it's a fitting month for it. Did you know that this month is named after the Roman god Janus, who was literally two-faced? He could look at both the past and the future. I remember when calling someone two-faced was an insult. It meant they were nice to your face, but then talked trash about you behind your back. The word discern means to separate, differentiate, distinguish, and discriminate. When we use discernment, we look at people, situations, and events firstly as to how they fit or align with us and our path and our energy. We look at intention, agendas, purposes, and meanings. Rather than saying yes to taking on new healing paths or responsibilities or commitments, we consider the cost to us and our energy. We look at whether this is something we want to do and whether it is an asset to our overall intention and energy potential or whether it's a liability, something that will drain us of our joy, peace of mind, and peace of heart. It's a fitting beginning to a year where self-ideation is a central theme. It's a fitting beginning to a year where self-ideation is a central theme in which we have to put ourselves first and to carefully assess every situation we encounter before we jump in and hand over our power, energy, and light. This does not mean that we cannot be helpful and supportive. It means that we can't do so at the cost of our own joy. The days of the martyred healer are over, and we must now embody the Christed awareness, our own 5D paradigm of heaven on earth. And in that space, there is no place for things that drain us of our light and energy and cause us pain. Welcome to the new age of self-empowerment and goodbye to the days of suffering and taking on others' problems. The world doesn't need a savior or saving. It needs inspiration, encouragement, and bold intentions with strong energy boundaries. In January, we have a new moon on the 2nd in Capricorn with a lot of connections to the personal planets, and it highlights the Saturn-Uranus square energy. The full moon of January 17th shines right on Pluto and adds more light and power to its approaching U.S. return in February. And guess what? The February 16th full moon at 28 Leo 
is the exact degree of the big eclipse we had in August 2017, known as the Great American Eclipse, right in time for the exact U.S. Pluto return a few days later. Fun and exciting times ahead. Buckle up and remember to set powerful, bold, strong intentions and keep your energy high. You'll feel the big energy shift this month and they're preparing us for the all-important exact U.S. Pluto return next month, which is, I've been saying, is also a global event. And this has also been going on for the past several years. I would say probably for the last especially here in the U.S. for the last three years because Pluto moves so slowly and it has a fairly wide orb of influence. The exact Pluto return is in February, but we have been feeling that energy for several years now. Pluto and Capricorn, which last happened from 1762 to 1778, ushered changes in society that included the concept of individual sovereignty, a refusal to be subject to the monarchy. Now, for those of you who study history like I do, that was an unprecedented event. Prior to that time, individuals were subjects of the monarchy, meaning they belonged to the king. They had no individual identity. They had no individual rights. They had no individual sovereignty. When Pluto and Capricorn happened, and, and towards the end, like when the U.S. Declaration of Independence was signed, at the time, you have to remember too, England was the superpower of the world. There was a saying that the, the king of England ruled an empire on which the sun never set. India was part of the UK. There were, it owned vast amounts of land. It owned countries all over the world or that it claimed rights to. But England was actually more than just this little island north of the European continent. It was a huge empire. When Pluto and Capricorn happened, it basically was the beginning of the end of the British Empire. And that was mirrored throughout the world. All these big monarchies, these big empires started falling then. Now we have the replay of that. We have the return of Pluto. What have we seen that has been created mostly without our knowledge in the world? These nationalist globalism, not only the corruption, the corruptocracy, but the corporatocracy, these, these vast companies that have GDPs that are greater than some countries. That in itself is a monarchy. It's, a, it's an empire. And as we saw them fall in the 1700s, we're seeing them fall now. I know this is a bit of a history lesson for you, but you have to understand the energy of cycles and how cycles come back around again and how we have to look at cycles from the past to understand what's happening in the present, but also to know how to act, what to focus on, and to know that the new energy we're bringing in is being used in a way that benefits all of us individually and collectively. And with Mercury retrograde this month, remember to double check communications, leave extra time for travel, expect delays, pay attention to where you put things, double check before signing anything new, and expect to have to redo a few things. Venus is retrograde also, so that applies doubly and you may get some surprises from old friends or partners, invites to redo relationships or the information you need to know that it is definitely time to end something. And that something doesn't just include a relationship. It may include your beliefs about it, your regrets, your anger, your thoughts about it, anything that ties you to an old relationship or an old situation where while you 
think you're over it, there's some lingering resentment or lingering regret, Venus retrograde is a great time to take care of that. And while there's a lot of pressure to make New Year's resolutions and to take a big, bold step forward at the beginning of the year, I don't think that's always the best strategy. While we see January as a time of beginnings, we also need to give some thought to what needs to end to allow beginnings to happen. If you're feeling uninspired and unmotivated right now, consider that maybe it's not the beginnings that need your attention, it's the endings. We've been through a tough few years and that have forced a lot of changes on us. We lost contact and connection with family and friends, and every aspect of our lives has been challenged in unprecedented ways. So if you need some time to regroup right now, take it, because beginnings require endings. And if you want a fresh new beginning, you have to let the endings happen. So you start with a new vibe, a clear path, and no regrets about the past. It's time to start a big year, but remember, if you're not quite feeling up to it, those of you who are very sensitive to energy, the new year actually begins on March 20th with the spring equinox and the sun head into Aries. In any event, celebrate the end of 2021 and the beginning of a new year by being open to grand potentials, having strong energy boundaries, and setting your intention for everything that is light-filled, joyful, and fulfilling. Have a great month. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.